0: Welcome to Alpha, the City of a Thousand Planets.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Underrated Podcast. Uh, This is a podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. Um... I am Derek McDuff, and with me today is Alan Torres.
2: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: And Ariel Ortiz. Hello! And together we are The Undercast Company. Uh, This is going to be the first episode of a kind of mini-series that we're doing called Big Swing. Um, And each week this month, we are going to be talking about a very specific kind of underrated movie, the movies that I have kind of dubbed as these Big Swing movies these are like kind of over-the-top, over massively ambitious movies that more often than not fail at the box office and tend to be pretty mixed with critics. Um, to kind of specify these movies, I've picked out five criteria that they kind of always fulfill. So these are films that are hugely imaginative. They have just huge special effects budgets. So we're talking, you know, hundreds, uh, got to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, very impressive world-building Kind of bonkers. They're just weird ass films. Wait, and did
2: you just say did you say a hundred and hundred thousands of dollars?
1: Hundreds of millions of dollars. Thank you. Thank you for correcting <laughs> yeah, me there. Yeah. I was hundreds not, of not, millions of not, dollars. It's it's got, we're gonna
0: be talking be, to it, wasn't it like a couple million? Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> gotta be gotta be in the gotta be almost na- million dollars. nine digits. <laughs> nine digits. Um so over a hundred million uh dollar budget films. Um, and then they also can't be part of a pre-existing franchise because those films, unlike a lot of the films that we're going to be talking about, um, tend to succeed. So something I would say like Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3 um, were like were, were like these weird, big, bonkers movies with a lot of world building. But they um, ha- built on the success of another f- um, film that came out. Um, so, you know, they don't really qualify at, in this, I would say. Um, Whereas opposed to these films, they might be based on like a YA novel or like a manga or something, or in this case, a French graphic novel. Um, And though they don't really have the baked in fan base that, you know, something like a multi-million dollar film franchise would have. Um, The big swing we're going to be talking about today is the one that I feel does these things the best. Um, And that is a film called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets which is a 2017 film directed by Luc Besson, um, starring Dean DeHaan and Cara Delevingne. And I, I think that this, the reason I chose this film is because, like I said, it does all of these things better than probably any other big swing movie. Like it's the most big swing of the big swing movies. It's not the best. The best is I think one we've already talked about on this podcast called Speed Racer. Um, but it it really is just like all these, there's like all this world building that like doesn't really need to be there, but it's there. They'll just like stop the movie for a minute to be like, and here's how the city works. It's kind of bonkers. There's all these plots that never go anywhere. These movies, big swings, they do tend to have kind of problems, but I think these kind of movies, it's almost impossible to just compare them to just like your average film because they're so weird and over the top and Mm. just imaginative and unique. Just like, Nothing is like them. And that's what I love about them is just how unique they feel. They almost feel like anime, like the only thing close to them is animation. Like nothing else really looks like them because these films could not even exist maybe like 15 or more years ago because just the technology wasn't there. Um, But yeah, like I said, this was my pick. I'll go into more into it. I just kind of wanted to give everybody an intro into the big swing premise in general. Um, What about you guys? Had you guys seen this movie before?
0: I purposely didn't see this movie (laughs) (laughs) before. Yeah.
1: Uh, How about you, Alan?
2: Uh, I hadn't seen it. I wanted to go see it because it looked really bonkers, and you know what? I'd be down for it, but I just at the time I was like, there was other big blockbusters coming out, so I think I put that on the back burner,
0: and I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I really feel like this movie, if I remember correctly, came out like pretty much like in a time where a lot of other like more appeal, more appealing, and more like I don't want to say like a, uh, um, well, yeah, better movies <laughs> that came out. You know.
2: Oh, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah, like I, 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 I. I it's vague, but just, like, that kind of feeling of that, it was, like, yeah, like, yeah. already had a lot against it.
1: Well, yeah, it came out, like, I'm looking right now at some of the movies that it was going up against, mm-hmm. and it went up against Dunkirk, which is, like, clearly a better film, but it's it's mm-hmm. hard to compare. How do you compare a movie like this to Dunkirk? You know, like, that's, and, you know, and then also apparently Despicably 3 was out at the same time and oh, Girls man. Trip, so, like, a lot of movies that made a lot of money came out um mm-hmm. and that's kind of the thing about these kind of movies and we'll probably get into it more with some of the other big swings um probably the, the next one we're going to be talking about um we're going to talk about a little more but these movies have to make a lot of money to even break even uh, mm-hmm. this was the, actually the most expensive independent film yeah. ever made um mm-hmm. but yeah that's the thing about these movies is you can always see every dollar is on the screen like they look incredible no matter what and it's it's they just it's just great to see this weirdness realized even if it's like not necessarily a cup of tea you're just like it's a feast for the eyes but yeah why don't you guys talk about um your, your impressions of the film I'd love to hear them
2: oh well first up r- real quick what's the just for the listeners What what's like the basic plot for Valerian I mean I know it's been out but for a little while but it it is kind of like a kind of just jumps into it to be honest yeah
0: it's, it's, yeah, the best that I could I could say put the premise would be that it's kind of like um, not swashbuckling, but um, kind of like this um, kind of what's I'm not I can't think of the word not renegade, but kind, kind
2: of like of
0: kind of fifth element, but more I'm talking about like Valerian himself of of being kind of like this um, laid back kind of cop. You know, it's kind of like, like it's, yeah it's kind of like a essentially like a cop stumbles onto a bigger government conspiracy and it kind of like goes through this world and that's, but that core is that kind of like cop and his, his, you know, like tough um, knuckle partner. Um, yeah. Well, it, one, yeah, it's
1: one of these movies where almost the, the, the plot doesn't matter as much as just, like, the setting and the aesthetic. And it's interesting, you, you know... You know, Ariel, that actually the same director who did The Fifth Element. So that's why it kind of is very reminiscent yeah, of the Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Luke Besson, who, by the way, is a big fucking creep. Um, I just wanted to put that out there. That guy sucks. Um, didn't <laughs> sure. want to get through the podcast without saying that he's a big old creeper. Um, but, uh, Fifth yeah. Fifth Element's
0: a really good movie, though.
1: <laughs> Fifth Element's great. Like, um, and, you know, it, it's... Because it's kind of, like, the a really interesting... Premise for like a, a place because this is like it's this city that got built up. It started as like a space station, and then other mm-hmm. like the US space station, and then like other like you know countries started coming. And then we ha- had first contact with aliens, and other aliens came. And then it got too big to be cut with Earth. And there's all this like extended prologue where mm-hmm. you see the city kind of get built and then gets pushed off into space. And now it's just like this kind of amalgamation of like all these thousands of different species all living on this kind of just massive space station. That's why it's called. The city of a thousand planets, and it's kind of about the space cop getting to the bottom of this conspiracy about this planet that was destroyed during this war. With Cl- and Clive Owen is an asshole, and it's just kind of like, and it just goes on off all these weird tangents. Like Rihanna yeah. just becomes a main character for about twenty minutes, yeah, and then oh, disappears and just disappears from the movie. So- it's it's okay. like bizarre, but I love
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, um. I think I should go- I should start going off of that. Mm-hmm. I like the aesthetics of the movie I did. I mean, I definitely you cannot like dismiss the you know, the the sheer like they they pulled it off. Like they pulled off like this incredible visual um picture and and like setting um and it, you know, you definitely like are Im- immersed in that world um my biggest thing though on this is kind of like story-wise was it was um i felt like like there was a lot like going off of that there was a lot of too many tangents and there was a lot of tangents that definitely weren't necessary i think like the whole point point where from the point where they kind of get separated to the kind to the time when they get reunited that all could have been cut out and i'm sure that that it was in the graphic novel and i feel like that was very much like a graphic novel kind of like subplot that that usually graphic novels have especially like um international graphic novels they kind of have that that like kind of like sub um plot that like well, it, inter- okay, a, intermission kind
1: of like okay it's a long running series it's it's kind of like one of those long running series so they probably just pull mm-hmm. from different plot lines i think yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, but I mean, even if it, I'm like going off a of manga, like you know, like you have like, a, oh, they have a beach day, you know, in the middle yeah. of, of them going to to, you know, to fight evil evil things and stuff like that. Um, so it's a common theme for that, and I felt like it, it doesn't really play for a movie like this. I did actually enjoy the over the story of um the aliens that that's planet. Got destroyed. I felt like that was that was very interesting plot and like a really good twist on like we said like a conspiracy government conspiracy and cover up. Um, the one thing that I didn't like and that's probably a big um, no for for this movie is um, the main character of Valerian. Um, he was very much incredibly a groomer of um, his partner. And essentially kind of like grooming her to like fall in love with him. Um, And I felt like, yeah, like I now looking back, I feel like the movie probably bit would have been a lot better if it was just her, like in her character. She is a more Uh, interesting character. She is a more interesting character. And then they like kind of dumb her down in midway. Like, you know, like all suddenly like, oh, she needs Valerian help for everything while she like at the beginning was so much of a capable um character so so yeah so like she kind of like randomly becomes a damsel in distress midway through um and I didn't really appreciate th- that and especially like you know they kind of like created this really good character with her um and I'm sure like the source material like could have like, the blurring in that might have been a lot better. And they tried to probably just, like, in an attempt to Americanize it a bit, um, kind of, like, changed it a bit in, in the wrong way. Um, But, yeah, that's my overall. Like, it was an okay movie. Um, I felt like it could have been cut down a lot. And it was kind of on the longer side. Especially if they cut out like I think that was like twenty was it twenty minutes? I think it was like about half an 20, hour. thirty minutes, that.
1: yeah. Where it's just like, half. oh here's here's Rihanna and Ethan Hawk and like Yeah the King. Yeah. And it doesn't and add then, anything yeah, to yeah, the movie, like, I mean, but it, it, I kinda it love
0: probably, it. That's the thing too, is that, that with killing off Rihanna? character who ended up being like an okay character Mm -hmm. um by killing her off there was no reason for that middle section like if she had carried on with them in their travels then that might have been made the middle section like a bit more um a bit more you know like like um useful you know um but by killing her off like pretty much like oh like it's kind of like in a video game like you oh you like um beat this level or beat this world oh you're the person that was your guide through this world died kind of thing and kind of like okay we're gonna be going on then i guess um so yeah so that that's that's my take on this um but definitely very vig- visually beautiful i did like the the i think the most impressive um part of the movie was when when valerian you know, was basically going through all these cities chasing after the, the um, aliens and stuff like just crashing through all these walls. And then each wall goes into another world. I, I really very much enjoyed that sequence.
1: Yeah. World building insane in this movie. Oh yeah.
0: Insane. Mm-hmm. I, I love the, the, the lore of this movie. I love the lore of the, of the, the alpha like that was incredible, Laura. and they did it so precise and so like it wasn't like it didn't take up too much time, you know. It was um, I really in- actually enjoyed that it was like essentially no dialogue to it. It was and then with the simpleness of, of like of the acceptance of like just shaking hands of that's like okay now we have another um, oh you know, yeah with
1: the Bowie we planet. have another.
0: If yeah or that. like yeah no just yeah exactly and like just like the shaking of hands like uh, oh yeah now we have another and another and another and it's but the consistently of hit consistency of them shaking hands it was yeah it was inc- that was like a really good start to a movie in like world building of this like you know city um planet of a thousand a uh, city of a thousand planets you know mm. yeah
2: well, uh, to kind of jump off, I I do agree. I loved. Yeah. I'll say this: I liked the movie a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Thought it came out twenty years too late. Hmm. Uh It definitely felt like it would have fit it perfectly in the nineties. Like
0: movie. Oh, okay.
2: Felt yeah. more like in the nineties, like that Fifth Element, Demoli- mm-hmm. Demolition Man kind of mm-hmm. like type of film, and I I, I really enjoyed that part. Uh, the the. See that you can, like you said, Derek, that you can see the money plastered all over this film. Uh, the only thing that kind of bothered me was it was the scene where they were, um, like at that massive, massive like uh marketplace where they had to wear like the the goggles or oh, whatever. And then, yeah. they. Could see oh my gosh, the
0: I totally forgot that, that part.
2: the lighting, the lighting was really bad because it looked like they were supposed to be in like a desert, like a bazaar. And you can tell that, like, the actors, like, whatever was CG, like, a CG character, perfectly in that spot. Lighting was good for them. But it totally looked like they were kind of like this. Like, whenever it was a real actor, you can tell, like, the studio lighting was like this. And it just looked so awkward. And I just couldn't stop focusing on that. But other than that, that was my only gripe for, like, the CGI and stuff. But The City of a Thousand Planets was gorgeous. I loved... All the different, like like you said, when he's going through the the like the little biomes or whatever, and he's crashing through them, that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, I didn't feel that Valerian was a groomer. I felt that Valerian and and uh, Cara Delevingne's character,
1: L- Lorelai, just
2: Lorelai, were just obnoxiously horny for each other. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my god, just. Well, already. like, they like, start
0: off with, like, them basically, like, suggestively wrestling.
2: Overly you know? suggesting. I was yeah. like, just put it in, dude. Like, <laughs> like, it was just so like Like, the whole time, every interaction between them was just, like, I'm angrily horny at you. Like, that's how I felt all the time <laughs> around them, where I was like, geez, like, if they don't get together, that would be the biggest twist of the film but obviously they do and they're like oh my god like valerian was just a fucking cheese ball like like i felt like he was trying to be like just some big action star from the 90s Mm. but he's kind of like this scrawny little nerdy guy (laughs) and like
1: i have some thoughts about somehow yeah
2: (laughs) somehow like uh, loreline is like oh my god i need to fuck this little dude (laughs) so bad (laughs) And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like I will say Loreline was my favorite character. She was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, yeah, the damsel in distress thing kind of was there. But she did rescue him too, so I felt like, okay, there was a little like, hey, I saved you, you saved me, kind of thing. But
1: yeah.
2: It, it was just I... all like yeah, all I could say, they were just obnoxiously horny for each other. But... That was their care that's the chemistry. I'm not like there's like, you know, you watch like a, a romantic film or whatever and and there's a chemistry there you know whatever in the notebook or wh- whatever you know and you feel it there you're like oh that's romantic these guys were just like like they were just soaking in their pants of like i just need to bang you right now <laughs> like i'm sorry but like i couldn't stop laughing at that like that was like <laughs> pure comedy and then one of my absolute favorite moments that made me go all right i like this movie for all the bad reasons is I think it's, like, again, the bizarre scene with, with like, the marketplace, and then he has, like, Valerian has a gun up to some dude's head, and then he's just like, I can't let you do that. And the guy's like, why, or something, and he's like, because it's the law. And I'm like, what (laughs) the (laughs) fuck was that? Like, you might as well have just said, because it's good, or for justice. Like, I was like, that was the hammiest delivery ever." Like, it's it's wrong it's all oh, like fucking yeah. and, and, like judge dread or some shit yeah. but like yeah i was like this is so hammy like i'm like all right like that that's one of those that was the moment where i was like i'm leaving my brain at the door like i don't know why yeah. i brought it i'm just i threw it across the room and i was like i'm in it i'm in this for for, for all the wrong reasons and it was a lot of fun and yeah like I, i'd recommend it it's just a fun movie like it's a Beautiful movie to look at. Horny chemistry. Great action sequences. Like, it was fun, man. I had a great time with it.
1: Awesome. I'm glad to hear Because, yeah, that's that's kind of the whole, like, thing about the big swing movies for me is, like, they are movies where it's just, like, like kind of a lot of times you just, like, this is a, it's a different kind of movie experience, you know? It's, it's like, it, the best way I can put it is, like, they're movies that are, like, a combination of Mulan, Rouge and Avatar. Where they're, they're just, like, big, like, emotional like, movies with all these crazy effects and, like, the plots are, like, never, like, I I obviously love a movie with a good plot, don't get me wrong, but, like, the plots are not necessarily important here. It's all about just kind of, like, these interesting worlds and dynamics and stuff that they're building and, like, comparing them to, like, comparing this movie to a movie like Dunkirk, like, how do you even, like I said, how do you do that? Like, they're just, like, these big, they're always, like, these passion projects. A lot of times directors get them after they've, like, you know, Made some like really big success, you know. We'll talk about that more with Tomorrowland, you know, when we cover that movie. But yeah, they they do like the the plot of this movie is so interesting because it's not only is it kind of like weird of a plot, but like the structure of the film is just insane. It's just it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> and it's almost refreshing because you're like. Like okay, you know when you watch a movie, you're like, oh, see, he said this, so that means this guy's gonna come back later. You know, like this happened, so this guy's gonna be and like none of that. that none of that's there. Like John Goodman shows up at the beginning of this movie and is like, I'll get you, Valerian. Right. I knew
2: it was him. I fucking yeah. knew it was him. I yeah, knew it.
1: John it. <laughs> so and then you're like, oh, so okay, so he's yeah. like, he's like threatening him. He's gonna show up at the end. of the
0: movie. that part, at that part, me and my, me and the bro who who you know wasn't able to make it to the recording today, but. We were like, we turned to each other, like, is that John Goodman? Mm, I had <laughs> and then we looked, like, because it sounded like at one point it he sounds like Sully, and like so that was the trigger, what like got but, caused us to like recognize his voice. But yeah,
1: but yeah, so like he says, you know, I'll get you Valerian if it's the one last thing. and you're like, okay, so he's gonna come back in the movie because he's like this big actor, <laughs> he's threatening to come get him, and then he, that's it, he just never shows up in the movie. That plot is just done and never addressed again.
0: I, I so I think this this they were hoping for a franchise with this, and then yeah, I, 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 I I'll talk about it. It's another one that we're we're discussing also of the big swings of of uh, Alita Battle Angel where where there's there's open ends to these movies. Well, Alita, um, there's oh, definitely yeah. stuff
1: in Alita that is like feels like this is definitely set up for a sequel. It felt like this was just that was the end of that plot line, and they like just that was it because there's other stuff in this movie that's so structurally weird like the whole rihanna thing it's just like she shows up becomes the main character oh in 20 minutes disappears it's dies has this emotional mm-hmm. moment and then nobody ever mentions her again or like mm-hmm. like when they first get to the city they just stop the plot to like explain a bunch of world building mm-hmm. that has no mm-hmm. relevance like none mm-hmm. of that makes a difference it's just cool shit mm-hmm. that they want you to know about this invented world and you're like and these, yeah. this, there's this many cities, and there's these yeah, people that like do like, this, and you're like, it, they're like these guys like live underwater, and these guys like are the, the tech, and like you see that kind of in the background, but it has no relevance on the plot. But they literally stopped the movie for like a minute, yeah. And you're like, there's no way Valerian doesn't know all this. Why? Well, are you it got me this? yeah, it
0: got me confused because we were, um, I was like, wait, don't 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 they live here? Don't isn't this their base? Like. And stuff, yeah, exactly. and, that and then when they say that, and then at the... the end they're like, "We're home," and you're like, "Okay, yeah. okay so yeah, <laughs> like, yeah."
1: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so structurally like weird, and I actually like kind of find that refreshing because you know it's and it's not necessarily like like this is great cinema that needs to be replicated, but it's something interesting to see that's different that I like to see different cinema, and that's you know the big conceit of these big swings is there's not stuff like this. You don't get these kind of movies very often. One will come around every, you know, year or two. And I just love to see just, like, it's, it's all there. It's, like, they're just going for it. They're just – so you can tell that he really wanted to, like, tell this weird, interesting story and, like, make sure that you knew how the city worked and how everything went and it went and, like, ha- have a shapeshifter character who's going to go in this, like, weird hall. None of that matters. But it was all there, and I'm I'm glad I got to see it because it was so fucking weird and interesting. And I will I will always love movies that take big chances like this. And that's where the big swing comes from, because it is like a big swing, and it's a big chance. And more often than not, these movies are misses. Um, but yeah, it's these movies always will have a special place in my heart, which is why I wanted to do this miniseries in general. And I think this particular film is the best example of that. I also think this is a good example of how these movies are often kind of flawed. Like, those structural things, they're kind of flaws in the film. The biggest gripe I have with this movie um, is I think that you guys kind of touched on it um, with Valerian. I think Dean DeHaan, which I he, I think he's a pretty solid actor in the right role, he is hilariously miscast in this. Mm-hmm. He's supposed oh, to be yeah. this, like, s- like strong, slothy, kind yeah, of like exactly. Han Solo kind of guy. And he's just mm-hmm. little... Sw- like, squirrely dude who's just like, hey, what's up, Lorleen? I'm, like, five foot eight, and, like, I'm a charming dude, and he's just... He's good when he's, like, like the Green Goblin or some shit, and he's, like, or, like, he's, like, in, like, you know, um... Um,
0: Chronicles. Chronicle.
1: Chronicle, yeah. He, where he's, like, Chronicle a creepy is, loser. Like... like, he's a fucking creepy incel who gets superpowers and is evil. Like, that's the Dean DeHaan that I want to see, not as a swashbuckler. Which you, you have to
0: feel bad for him, because he... he... You know, you feel like he should be typecasted in those kind of roles, but then it's like but yeah, like you it just it just doesn't work, you know?
1: Yeah, but he's great. He's great in those those roles, you know. Yeah, like, I know. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he this in this movie he's he is not good.
0: Like and yeah. it's just Yeah, he's not you know, he's not
2: too great, yeah. It, and it's just yeah, you know, even in it's,
0: that even in that um in that clibby R. I. P. um uh series. like he yeah he plays like a creeper like uh murderer essentially like you know serial yeah, killer that sounds about right mm-hmm.
1: yeah but and that's another thing about these movies except for probably speed racer i think they a lot of these movies have just like a really really like kind of not maybe glare not glaring but like a big flaw in them that you can kind of point to and be like yeah why is why is this here like what is going on with this um so that's why i think this movie is the perfect encapsulation of, if you wanna like watch a movie that is just, if you're only gonna watch one big swing, you're gonna only watch one of these kind of movies. Um, I would say either Speed Racer, if you wanna watch the best one, but if you wanna watch the most one, it's this one.
2: You can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree with Speed Racer. But um, one thing I really, really liked that that really, had to be like a social commentary, is when they're explaining the different, like the three big major species of the the city, where there's like the ones that are like water. They're like, oh, they maintain like the water functioning and all that stuff. And the, the thing, like, they all have like really good jobs that take care. Of. And then there's another race that are like, oh, these guys take care of the technology and like they they they're the banking and the financial guys. What I absolutely love is right after they say that, they go the humans their economy is in fucking destruction. It's in turmoil. <laughs> their streets are disgusting. There's garbage everywhere. Crime is rampant. And I'm like, of course it would be the humans. <laughs> so had me fucking dying. Like I was cracking up and I was like, I still appreciate that they could at least throw in a little social commentary in there for a quick minute. Yeah. Just yeah. to be like, Hey, you know, we, we need to, we have so much going on. Let's just add this really fast.
0: Mm. Show that to the government and see like, this is why we need a, lo- a large stimulus check. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Fuck six hundred dollars.
2: Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. It, it, it's it's definitely a fun one. I definitely, like you said, that the, these big swing ones are going to be a lot of fun to do, and and I hope everybody else is looking forward to them because the, the, they're fun, man. Like these. It's kind of nice, and I know what you mean about being refreshing. Because you're like, you know, you kind of get used to the same thing after a while. You're like, oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen, and and with that, just like for the law, you're like, oh yes, I'm in this <laughs> thing. But yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, any any last thoughts on uh, well, I Malin, I know you said you'd recommend it. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, Ariel, how about you?
0: I would recommend it. Um. You know, like for the things that you you said, if, if you just want to like just the all ham, you know, no holds bar fun fest, then definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, like just don't go into it expecting like a a you know like a, a plot that that doesn't diverge and and things that don't make sense, but you just have to shrug like oh okay kind of thing um you know it's very much like a, a within those instances like a his like a, a history lesson and like a, a teacher like says something very random like oh yeah did you know that that you know like uh uh insects you know, or this 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 uh, uh insect or or this um uh, this king had nine t- nine toes on one foot or something like that you know like you're like Cool. like get a, <laughs> move on yeah. you know fun fact it's very yeah. much like a, a, that yeah. kind of like interrupting fun fact kind of thing but yeah. overall yeah like i mean just for the the visuals it's it is very incredible um really good like um backstory and i feel like like it, it invokes like oh i want to know more about that but you know it, it is a really good lore to to the movie yeah, and I'm
1: always a sucker for like lore and world building and stuff. So, you know, yeah, these, this movie, this movie, and these movies in general, kind of right in you know my what alley. This would,
0: it would work very much, very like it would work really well as a as a series, like um, um even in a mini series, like just because you want to live more and explore more of this world, you mm-hmm. know.
1: Although I don't know if like you would be able to do it with the budget and like how you said, mm-hmm. I think that that Alan, you said this would be good in the nineties. I think like, I know what you're saying, but like, there's no way the technology would have been able to make it like it. it like mm-hmm. all the stuff they have where it just looks so like a Im- immense and like, you know, there's stuff where they're like in two different dimensions at the same time. And they, all the unique things that they were able to do with the technology that you just couldn't have done in, you know, like 1997 or whatever. Um, and the same thing I did with a TV show. There is a lot, and it would be really cool to see the world building over that. But And I don't know, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that, that about does it. Um, thank you guys for talking about this weird-ass movie with me. Uh, I I had a lot of fun talking about it. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of going over the other big swings and doing the whole month of this. And, you know, uh, for anybody who isn't aware uh, we're going to be, you know, doubling our episodes for J- this January for here for the new year. So every week, um, every Monday, as opposed to every other Monday, we're going to be having a new episode for you here on Underrated talking about these other big swing movies. And um, I actually wrote a post on Medium. So if you guys, you know, like want to get kind of, a, you know, some more in-depth thoughts about um, these big swing movies, just go ahead and check me out on Medium. Um, Derek McDuff, I've got that. Uh, story up um, just on big swings Um, uh, and if you guys like this we do a couple other podcasts as well Um, Ariel does one called You've Never Seen I don't know if you wanted to talk about that a little bit Ariel
0: it's a movie that essentially introduced somebody to um, a movie that's considered a staple of pop culture or cinematic uni- uh, cinematic history, or just one that I I might throw in once in a while. One that I cannot believe personally that they've never seen. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's mine. Um, yep. Look for the green screaming woman um, when you when you search for it.
1: And then uh, I've also got another podcast that I do called Gateway Episodes, where I introduce people to TV shows or people introduce them to me via a Gateway episode. So, kind of an iconic or interesting episode of the show. You know, I've had Alan and Ariel um, on there a bunch of times, and, you know, they've introduced me to shows and vice versa. And I'm almost done, by the way, uh, uh, going through Hannibal, Alan. And holy shit, that show is fucking great. Uh, So,
2: I'm telling you guys.
1: So, yeah, if you guys want to hear some more of the three of us talk, uh, check out that, those shows, um, you know, or listen to more some more of this because we've got a good pack catalog. Um, but, yeah, that Please is Please do. we got
2: nothing else to do. we got nothing yeah. else to do. I know <laughs> a lot of people are at home right now. I was at yeah. home for a long time, too. Let's go back and listen to them, man.
1: we yeah, got nothing we'll...
2: else to do to it. It's fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we have a lot of fun doing them, so we hope you guys have as much fun listening to them um but uh that about wraps it up uh so i'll see you guys in another life
0: bye thanks for being me
2: we'll take it easy everybody